Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children who should not be watching this, welcome to The Jerick Show. I am your host, Javad Malik, and alongside me is my co-host, I suppose, Eric Crone. Yeah, I was going to point Eric? that out. Yeah, we're, we're both co-hosts here, okay? But thanks for trying to steal the limelight. Uh, other than that, I'm doing pretty good. But I am the most important of the co-hosts. I, I guess I'm better looking. Leave, leave your comments below which one of us is better looking. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Javad, I know we have a pretty interesting topic uh, today on the Jerick Show. And uh, it, it's something that uh, has been coming to my mind quite a bit lately. I've been seeing more and more of this. And, um, you know, that is misinformation, especially in the social media side. Uh, and over and over again, you know, if, if you're on social media, um, first of all, God bless you, and I, I weep for your soul, uh, social media has just been exploding with all kinds of, of crazy stuff, right? Um, and a lot of, uh, a lot of anger, uh, even more so than usual, going on. And what we found is, and, and what a couple of studies have found, actually, is that a lot of this misinformation is done by third parties. It's being done from the outside through bots. Um, have you been feeling the same sort of thing? Yeah, definitely. And this is something that's been rising for a number of years. Uh, there's a company that I, I am an advisor for, so full disclosure, called Safeguard Cyber. And one of the things they do is actually actively monitor this. And a couple of, uh, a couple of years ago, they released a report where they looked into these bots and one of the interesting things is, like you say, it's not only is it coming from outside, but the same army of bots is used to spread disinformation on both sides of the story. So they amplify the pros of something and the cons of something, and they're deliberately inflammatory to get everyone else arguing amongst themselves. So it's not like there's, there's one particular agenda that's being pushed. The only real objective is to sow discourse amongst the, the wider population. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Carnegie Mellon did a study. Uh, they published it back, and I think uh, it was like May 20th time is when I saw. Uh, they looked at like 200 million tweets um, around coronavirus and found that nearly half of the tweets going out ar around coronavirus were related to uh, suspected bots which is a huge number if you think about that, 50% of that. And what happens is they, they throw out these, like you said, kind of inflammatory things on both sides of the fence, both sides of the arguments. And people are taking that, and because it aligns with their beliefs or their biases already, um, they amplify that message without actually checking it first. And what happens is you get both sides arguing about things, you know, um, I, I've been joking for a couple of years now that Thanksgiving is becoming more and more tense over here every year because the whole family gets together for dinner and and, you know, there's these political arguments that happen around there, even more so than in the past. And these are designed to really ramp up that kind of stuff and really get people upset. And a lot of times what they're saying, there's obviously a, a nugget of truth. I mean, the best lies are, are, are surrounded by a nugget of truth, right? Um, so there's a little bit of truth. Uh, I've seen a number of them regarding like the death rate of coronavirus, for example. And depending on how you do the math, it's either incredibly deadly or not hardly at all. Right. I've seen numbers that are like, oh, well, it's a point. I think they, they were saying like a point zero two percent death rate or something. But that's taking like, 
the world's population and dividing it by those who have died, right? Um, as opposed to those infected or, you know, that's the thing about statistics. It's lies, damn lies, and statistics, right? And we have to be careful that we understand when we're re-promoting these things, how these things came to be. Indeed, indeed. And, and I think it's one of those things as well that every person and an organization as a whole, they only have a finite amount of resource to dedicate to things. And, and this is a tactic in the, in the cyber security world that you can see that criminals are now latching onto that if you can spread a bit of misinformation, then you can divert attention away from what's important. It's kind of like the magician uh, trick of distraction. So we, we've seen in the past things like where someone would launch a DDoS attack to get the security team to respond to that while they are exfiltrating data from elsewhere in the organization. And what you can see is that for far less effort than a DDoS attack, you can just maybe put out a post uh, misinformation saying, hey, we've dumped a bunch of your data on the dark web or and, and then have a bunch of bots retweet the same message. Hey, I'm a customer of yours and I've been compromised. So all of a sudden that company's incident response process is going to kick in and you know most of their best resources are going to be dedicated to that. And then in the meantime, you can take some other action against that company. So it, it's, it's, it's a really good way of sucking resource away from what's important. So as individuals, we all have that responsibility as well to make sure that we're not putting effort and resources into things that aren't, aren't well, that may be distracting from the real mission. Yeah, it's a proverbial trash can fire, right? You, you start the fire in the trash can, and now everybody goes to deal with the trash can fire. In the meantime, you're walking through where security used to be over here because everyone's distracted. Um, and that's part of it, you know. Um, the, the other part is, you know, sowing division. And like it or not, um, you know, we're from different countries, you and I. You're from the UK. I'm over here in the US. And but but either way, dividing the people impacts the, the country and weakens the country when it comes to looking at nation state affairs and large scale things like that. These campaigns that we're seeing, you know, they're right in line with what China and Russia is pretty famous for doing uh, in the misinformation side. And, you know, it's one of those things, too, that you can't really ignore either when something is somewhat credible. Right. So, for example, um, last week we had one of these, uh, you know, the, the riots around George Floyd was going on. Actually, it was earlier this week. Jeez, man, it's all running together. Um, but uh, there were some uh, posts put out on Instagram in our area that specifically targeted our neighborhood to go riot in. Um, it was like meet at this corner and then go into this neighborhood when this happens. And there were a couple of different Instagram posts that bounced around um, with this sort of thing. And of course that put the neighborhood kind of on edge, right? Um, and you look at that and you go, you know, I really think this is a load of garbage, but in the same breath, you really kind of have to, to look at that and consider it. I mean, in our neighborhood, um, it's a quote unquote gated community, but the gates hadn't been closed in like weeks. Um, the HOA actually went and closed the gates um, because of this sort of thing. There was a helicopter that hovered around our neighborhood for over an hour in the evening uh, when this was supposed to be get, you know, going on. Now, I'm looking at this going, this is, this is crap, but they have to respond. And that ties up resources and that causes problems 
along with it as well. And, you know, there's some responsibility. If the HOA didn't do anything and some group does happen to walk in, well, what's going to happen, right? Lawsuits everywhere. So, yeah, it's, it's a tricky situation, especially even if you know that it's misinformation, you have to do your due diligence. I suppose Mrs. Crone was very happy that the helicopter drowned you out for an hour. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she was actually, you know, she was she was a, she was pretty nervous. I'm not going to lie. She was like concerned about it um, to the point that she wasn't sleeping. Um, and, you know, they, they did like this quick neighborhood watch organization thing to go watch the entrances. I mean, it was it was crazy over a couple of Instagram posts. Right. Um, but this is the world we live in now where people can throw out stuff like that, have an impact almost immediately with very little repercussion and absolutely no legitimacy whatsoever. Um, but again, this is what's happening. So what what I'm telling people or what I try to help people understand is regardless of what side of an issue you're on, do the research before you retweet it, before you repost it in social media, look at it and say, does this really, does this really line up? Or is this just, I'm saying, yes, I believe it because of my biases. You've talked a bit about, you know, about biases in the past too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and it's so difficult to try and research and find something that isn't aligned with your biases. And then it's sometimes difficult to accept that as well. Um, and the problem is because there is so much information out there. A, a good example is uh, the 5G. So there's lots of theories, conspiracy theories. Obviously, we're going to call it conspiracy theories and laugh because we don't believe it. But for other people, these are legit findings that 5G is causing coronavirus or other health issues. And it's um, legitimate enough that they're burning down 5G towers at times, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, we, we've had some over here even in in, in uh well, outside of London, because we're too clever in London to fall for that crap. But outside of London, in the, in the north of the country, we, we've had like some people burn down 5G towers. Um, but you, you've had so much of this go up. There's a firm that's been selling uh, USB sticks for £350 or dollars. I, I can't remember which. But they say this, if you plug this into your laptop or phone, um, this will create a, a, a shield around you, a bubble, that will protect you from the uh, harmful radiation of 5G. So plug it into your house, you know, and they're 350 each. And so uh, Ken Monroe, uh, Pentest Partners here in the UK, um, fantastic researcher, fantastic firm. They they do a lot of IT, IoT type security. And uh, they bought one of these. They took it apart and they said it's literally at your run-of-the-mill 10 cents mass-produced USB stick with a little label stuck onto it, which you can buy by the sheet load from a pound store or a dollar store. So <laughs> there's, there's absolutely nothing of value. But this is what happens. You, 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 can, you can propagate something so much and then people will just latch onto it like, um, like cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and it, it definitely, it feeds on the bias. And, you know, we, we've had that discussion where... If you want to believe something, if you're already predisposed to believe something, then it is very hard to convince yourself otherwise. And and when we're talking about bias, it's not we're not saying this in like a bad way, like you're a bad person or whatever. This is this affects everybody. I don't care who you are. We all have our own biases and our thought patterns, and it's harder to convince us of things that do not align with what we already believe. Um, it's a hard thing to open your mind up to that, but it's something that we need more of. 
and more careful looking at stuff like that. I mean, come on, a USB key that you plug in and creates a bubble around you that blocks 5G seriously. Um, you know, you look at that and you're kind of like, well, who would believe that? But apparently some people do, right? Yeah. That's a brilliant ploy to make 350 bucks a shot. <laughs> it is, it is. And, and, and I think this is where from, from a human factor side, uh, empathy is of utmost importance. So you don't legitimize, you don't say we agree. If you find someone believing something that you feel is incorrect, empathy is about trying to see the world through their eyes and try to understand why they are saying. So, you know, it, it, the approach isn't like if someone says, I'm thinking of buying this, say 5G protector, it's not to laugh in their face and say, you're dumb, you're stupid, and how can mm -hmm. you fall for that stuff? But it's kind of like, well, I can see your concern for your health and the health of your kids. And, and that's a legitimate, legitimate concern. And they're thinking, well, if I don't get it and I get Corona, that's bad. But if I get it and I don't get Corona, regardless of that, then it's that peace of mind. So how do you find that peace of mind in other ways? And then how do you work towards And, and you know, because it's a belief, it's not something that you can prove or disprove through a rational argument, but you, you can empathize with them and try to see things from their perspective. Yeah, the same thing I see with scams, too, where people fall for scams and we look at it and we go, how could you fall for that? That was stupid. You know, I, I talked to a guy actually just yesterday who had fallen for one of those like um, online sales scams where it's, hey, I want to buy this high dollar thing from you. Sometimes it's cars. In this case, it was furniture. Um, I'm going to send you a check. And then the check ended up being for more whatever. And then it was like, hey, can you Venmo me back the, you know, the extra, that kind of stuff, right? Um, and, and that game that goes on now, a lot of us have heard of that and we go, oh yeah, we're wise to that. But in the moment, um, they were using a lot of pressure techniques and tactics to get people to not apply that critical thinking. And sure enough, this very intelligent person fell for that and lost some money to that, you know, and, and we all kind of, some of us, especially in security go, how could you do that? That was just dumb, you know, but unless you're in those shoes, unless you feel that pressure and the tactics and you know what's going on in that person's life, it's not really for us to judge. It's for us to try to help them if these things happen. Same with romance scams, same with all that kind of stuff that goes on with that. Um, you, you make a great point there. We, we have to be less judgmental, um, even if they are selling 5G USB sticks. <laughs> it's, it's still a hard pill to swallow. It really is. Uh, but, you know, eh, you know, uh, we can we can try to be a little bit more empathetic uh, uh, certainly so well Indeed. i think that's uh, that's about all i had for today um don't want to make this too long want to wrap it up uh, you want to close us out javad what are your final thoughts yeah um so i i'll i'll, I'll just quote gary kasparov for um he, he, there's a quote the the point of modern propaganda isn't only to misinform or push an agenda it's to exhaust your critical thinking to annihilate truth. Wow, that's that's actually pretty deep. I'm running that through my head right now, and that is that's pretty deep. Exhaust your critical thinking. And how many of us haven't gotten done doing something and, and just been mentally exhausted by by disproving something or doing the research, right? So very good point. Absolutely. Uh, so on that note, uh, thank you for joining us again for the Jarek Show. I uh, hope you enjoyed this. Uh, if you like it, subscribe. Uh, give us some comments down here. And uh, thank you for being here, Javad. Let's close it out with your catchphrase. Cool. Stay secure, my friends. Take care.